we decided to take our appreciation and love for simple living and step into a homesteading lifestyle, learning what that means. If you are at all curious about those things as well, join us as we share practical methods to grow and prepare our own food, learn healthy living tips, and discover small farm setup ideas. We like to talk about everything sustainable living, healthy eating, simple dreams, and a lot of hard work. Join us on Prairie Grove Homestead. So this week, a couple of things that we're working on here at Prairie Grove Homestead is we, besides the equipment for the podcast, we are starting to think about um, the inside of our house in that we found it wasn't really energy as, as energy efficient as we thought it was going to be. Now, it's an older home, so we knew that it was probably wasn't you know ideal but um, <clears throat> we just decided we have a few different sources of heat so in the house that we're in we have propane and um, electricity and wood so we have different forms of heat which is awesome one of the things that drew us to this place is the wood stove actually because <clears throat> In the event you don't have the other sources of heat and you have access to <laughs> firewood, you can stay warm in the winter and in Saskatchewan that's very important. <laughs> so we were very thankful for that. We just found because the original house is sitting on an old stone foundation, there's a lot of cracks in and around the foundation. I don't know if cracks is the official word, but there's just spaces um, like it's a secure foundation, but it's just there's spaces where there's still some cold air coming in You know over the years if it's sat empty, whatever, you know small rodents or whatever could have made their way through um, Into the the basement we kind of have an old cellar style basement And so we're just kind of hashing out different ideas for what to do about that because heating your home can be a huge expense right and so to be quite transparent we we kind of estimated what we thought it was going to cost and this year found that we had to depend on the propane more than what we really wanted to it's just it's the main source of heat so it just obviously it just that's what it does um and we went over budget um you know five to eight hundred dollars so that's a huge that's a huge expense and so we need to bring that down somehow and um, clearances you know we talked about different insulation different ways that we can maybe find those spaces underneath the house and kind of fill that in so that we're you know trapping more heat inside so that's one major thing it's kind of like we had a year review uh, in a few weeks it will be our one year anniversary that we've been out here and I can't believe that it's just crazy how fast this year has went it's been amazing but man we've learned so much and um, so we kind of just had a sit down the other day and we went over okay so and this was a really 
cold long winter with a lot of snow and we're like okay it you know you could look at it in a negative way like of course the year that we moved here it had to be this way but at the same time you know this is a pretty typical Saskatchewan winter even though we haven't had a winter like this in probably you know 12 or 13 years but what better way <laughs> to kind of learn your environment and be prepared for whatever happens so we're kind of thankful for that and so just going over the things that we might have to tweak a little bit so as you you know think about homesteading or you have started or whatever I'm sure you're experiencing some of those debriefings as well we'd love to hear your experiences and questions and advice too so please um, send me an email over at kim at prairiegrovehomestead.com I would love we would love to hear from you and um, comment about it on future episodes so please 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 reach out to us um, that's one of the reasons we have this to journal our experience but also to um, <clears throat> you know, to bounce things off of other people. And that's what community is all about. So that was one major discussion I had this week. We're talking about um, later today, actually, I have to put an order in for more butcher chickens. And we had about, I think we had 20 to 25 butcher chickens last year again there was no place for them last year when we moved here in april we you know we made a place for them we had a chicken tractor kind of idea um, with an old we used an old trampoline frame and then clarence just put another reinforcement of chicken wire around those bigger links in that fence and then um we put some plywood and different things on top so that predators couldn't get in and we just would move it around every few days and they loved it and they sure helped <laughs> maintain our grass in the in the barnyard so but anyways we're going to increase our butcher chickens from 20 to 25 all the way up to 40. the reason we're doing that is we found that chickens don't last as long in the freezer as we thought they <laughs> as we thought they would we love to we love a chicken and we have you know families that we like to share with our own adult children and their families as well as um you know just once in a while people want to you know experience a um a free-range chicken so <laughs> they taste great and they know where they came from and so anyway those 25 chickens did not last I think we have maybe three left three or four left and um, so that's still good because it, it took us through the whole winter and we also had our pork and we we would supplement sometimes I would buy um, sometimes I buy like white fish and things like that so we're not only eating those things but so it was good but we just thought you know we're gonna increase that a little bit we have the freezer space for it so that's another thing that you know as you're getting going if you haven't already freezers are a great investment that was one of the first things that we looked at when we moved onto the property we just knew that we would have you know we would have produce and um, meat that we needed to store so we had to kind of you know that was an investment it cost money but we found it on 
our marketplace or you know kind of a garage sale site great price great freezer they just didn't have room for it or were moving or something and so we we have a couple extra freezers so anyway increasing our chickens I have to order them today and also we last year we we purchased 10 butcher turkeys this year we're not going to do that again this year not sure about other years we're just taking one year at a time but we found that they were awesome they were very easy to take care of to raise but they weren't so easy to butcher and the, I mean the process was simple but it wasn't easy whereas the chickens um, it was just a faster process you know it only takes one person basically to um, <laughs> to deal with the bird and then I would you know we dump it in some boiling water we would pluck it and then we would take the insides out etc clean it uh, with a turkey we it takes two people to um, to kill the turkey and um, you know to process it so it's just a lot it's a harder process so we decided we we had four left they're kind of our pets now as some of you know and um, they just they're so fun they're such an interesting bird but I don't think we're gonna get any more for butchering at this time and they get really big so they took up a lot more space in our freezer than what we thought and um, they went really fat our extras people were like can we buy a turkey can we buy a turkey and absolutely we love that people were interested but then they were gone right so it was like a lot of work and um, a little bit of stress just because of how we had to process them and then yeah so we just decided to go with more chickens and we'll see how that goes we're still going to get butcher pigs and I think our adult children three of our daughters are married I think they're gonna go in together and get a hog as well and keep it out here they'll pay for it and supply some of the feed and then we'll just raise it for them we have the space and, and that's another thing you can look at as you are beginning homesteading um, is that you know whether it's for your family and friends and they buy it and you just raise it or maybe a potential income stream right and so that was another we haven't talked too much about that yet but um, as we get into it more definitely we'll be talking about it more but you know what are the income streams that you can generate off of your homestead so for us um, we do have the space so if we haven't talked to <coughs> excuse me we haven't talked to anyone about this but I mean if someone wanted to you know bring a cow out here or not a cow but like a beef steer or something we could definitely raise it until they came to get it for butcher or whatever and you can you can um, charge rent or make some kind of barter agreement whatever so there's so many amazing ways that you can sustain your property we're just getting into that as this is our second year out here so that was another discussion we had. I have to order the chickens today. And what else was there? <clears throat> um, oh, and then there's another surprise um, that we'll talk about. Something, something else we're doing out here. We're not going to tell you yet, but you'll be the first to know 
and we haven't even talked much about it locally to our friends just because we just want to hold off a bit but I have another order to make today and it will also be an income stream for Prairie Grove Homestead and we'll we'll talk about that soon probably when the order gets here I would think I'll have to ask Clarence about that I just don't want to ruin the surprise but it is exciting so that's kind of what we were up to this week just a lot of preparing I in the next few days I'm gonna start some seeds again I talked about this a bit in a previous episode some of you might think well of course Kim like you should have started three weeks ago however if you are familiar with this climate and the conditions that we had this winter you would understand why I haven't but I'm going to start um, with winter sowing now winter's almost done but our conditions are still quite winter like but it's just kind of right at the freezing mark for most days now in the at night it still drops down below freezing but in the daytime it it's hovering right above or a little bit above freezing so I'm going to start planting some um, some seeds in containers and then setting them out in the sunlight and getting them you know started it can germinate whatever and then I'll have to bring them in so I'm not gonna go crazy I mean I want to go crazy I want to plant a whole bunch of things but I also understand that um, then that will take time bringing them in and out but it's just to get them used to the to the temperatures out there before before it's you know ready to plant them so I'm excited about that I will let you know how that goes and so there's just a few things planning you know we're getting ready to plan our garden um, we'll talk about that more coming up real soon I'm actually studying um, and researching quite a few things to do with permaculture and just you know how we're going to use the land to the best of its ability to kind of sustain itself um, you know kind of replacing not all but because you know ornamental bushes and trees and I love them and they'll they'll be here don't you worry <laughs> but replacing some of those um, with plants and flowers and herbs that that contribute right and that um, we can eat and share and harvest and and just this using the space the most efficiently out here and so I'm doing some studying and reading on that um, and I'll share kind of what I've discovered and what our plan is as I have it more done on paper <laughs> so I wanted to stop in today just to say hey I hope you are all well I hope that you guys are excited for spring as much as we are here and I cannot wait till our equipment gets here and we can hop on again and um, chat with catch up with Clarence and but yeah please drop me an email at Kim at PrayGroveHomestead.com I'd love to hear from you and see if you're enjoying what you're hearing and maybe some ideas for future episodes have a great rest of your day again it's a little overcast here today a little gray out there but I see the sun trying to peek through and as always it's a great view from here we'll talk soon bye bye hey we sure hope you enjoyed today's episode if so would you mind just going and leaving a comment or review wherever you listen to this podcast today we sure would appreciate it and if you would like to leave a comment or suggestion for future episodes just visit us at kim at prairie grove homestead 
www.thepowerofpositivityradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll talk again next time. Thanks for stopping today. Bye-bye.